welcome to the cheese met table i'm very excited today i have a special guest i've been telling you guys i've been doing my homework so we got an expert on immigration here to finally answer those questions and i want to give a shout out to vidal thank you for following us and listening to us all the love and support so i have here jenny jenny tell me a little bit about yourself Hi, my name's Jenny Samaniego. Um, I've been doing immigration and criminal defense as a paralegal for, I'd say, 15 years or more. Um, I work for Montaño & Associates, an attorney here in Phoenix, Arizona. Awesome. So we're going to go right into the questions because I know you guys have been waiting for this. So the first one, we so when you guys call and leave your messages, please as many details as we can get so that we can help you and answer those questions. Um, the first one, we don't have too much information, so Jenny's going to do the best with what we have. Parents are in prison. Uh, we don't know the age of this person, under 18 or over 18. Um, staying with a relative, uh, grandma. Is there any hope for her to change her status to legal? So that's a pretty hard question. Um, first of all, we kind of need to know the age. So um, we need to understand that grandparents can't petition their grandkids um, unless they are U.S. citizens. Um, we can try to see if we can get them them citizenship as a derivative. Um, so I'm a little confused as to what the status of the parents are. How old is this person? Um, if if they're staying with grandparents, I'm thinking they're minors. Um, there's a couple of things that can happen depending if they are actually now under child protective services, um, just because it looks like both parents are in custody. So there's a lot of details that we are kind of missing. So that's kind of a hard question for me to give you ideas what we can do in this situation. Okay. So from what I'm understanding, let's just say, um, my brain's going a thousand miles per hour right now. So option one, uh, grandparents, if they're underage, are able to petition so if grandparents are a US citizen born US citizen that grandparent can give born abroad status to the parent of this minor so it's kind of like a little oh. chain do you see um, okay. where we're going um, so it all depends what the status of that grandparent is if they're a citizen of the US their child can actually obtain citizenship, which is born abroad. Um, and, you know, that becomes a chain of how to be able to petition a person. Okay, now, if the child is under the state, is the state able to help out that child legal status? And that is my understanding. We've had, uh, you know, individuals come across and the state actually uh, assist that child to obtain some type of status which is a legal permanent resident and in this situation that may be their question because both parents are in custody it seems like maybe that's how the grandparents ended up obtaining custody of this minor even though the state may have just assigned them where to live mm -hmm. and i'm not sure i'm just basing myself on yeah we don't know so when you guys call make sure to leave details because i'll do my best to help you out but if we don't have the details you know, we can't really 
answer the question 100%. We're just going here based on what we have and assuming different scenarios and the possibilities. So um, hopefully we were able to help you out um, and in some form answer your question and give you a little bit of hope here. So second question. Oh, this one's a good one. Any new laws to help dreamers become legal or a more permanent situation? Well, unfortunately, there isn't anything new at the moment. Um, I know that we have new applicants of DACA waiting for DACA to reinstate. And um, a lot of them submitted their applications and are waiting for UCIS to be able to continue and um, proceed with those applications. So they're on hold. Um, there's nothing new that has happened um, other than just, you know, it's just a waiting period, hoping that in the future we can go ahead and do some type of adjustment of status for them. Okay, well, this is news to me. So right now, all that's like frozen. Like there are the like their applications to renewal, like they're stuck. Uh, no. So DACA, anybody who had a previous DACA application can renew. Nothing has changed with them. But there was applicants that applied for DACA, um, and I believe it was uh, last year, if I recall, I can't remember the date. Those applicants submitted their applications for DACA. Now, those applicants are just on a hold. A lot of them went to get biometrics. Their application is just pending because there's a hold in the court. So that's everything has to be on hold until the UCIS is able to give uh, education of those DACA applications. Okay. So the ones that already had it, they're good. They just continue renewing. It's okay, not a problem. Yes. So anybody who had DACA previously, there's they have not been affected in any way. But DACA was reopened for anybody who wanted to reapply, and those applications are the ones that are just on hold. Okay. And then um, last question. Rules for kids to be able to help the parents to get a more permanent legal status? Okay, so that's a question we all have. Um, so I always tell everybody, we wanna say, um, my son's turning 21, um, I'm gonna be able to uh, get my legal status in this country. So we have to remember, our child has to be 21 years old to be able to petition a parent. But not all parents can uh, obtain legal status. We have to remember that if you entered with your visa or were inspected into the country, you are able to do your adjustment status here in the U.S. But if you were not inspected, unfortunately, there is no waiver, which is um, a waiver saying that you're an admissible to this country. Um, so you won't be able to do any type of adjustment status in this country. Okay. So let me see if I understood because all this is like, you know, different terminology for me. But if the parent came in and they had like a passport, they came in legally to some extent, then yes, they can fix here in the U.S. versus if they just came in out of the blue and then that in that scenario, they would not be able to obtain so the situation is the following so um let's say um, my son's turning 21 i came in with my passport uh it's stamped and i came in in 1999 
and um, now my son's turning 21. Um, and because I did have a legal admission, I will be able to do my adjustment status here in the U.S. A different scenario, my son is 21. I had a, I came in illegally. Um, maybe you can, since this is a bilingual, I used a coyote to come, okay, <laughs> just to be funny, but that's the truth. I had a coyote. Um, I will not be able to adjust in the country. And I'm not qualified for a waiver unless my parents are U.S. citizens or legal permanent residents or my spouse is a legal permanent or a U.S. resident. So I can only get a waiver, a perdón, if my parents or my spouse are legal permanent residents or a citizen. Okay, that's good to know because people think, you know, like, oh, yeah, I just apply for, you know, forgiveness and I'm good to go. But no, there's rules that need to be followed that apply. Exactly. So you, there is no waiver. There's no waiver for a son or a daughter to give to their parents. Only parents and spouses are the only ones that can give a waiver. Good. All this is good information. I hope that we answered your questions. Again, thank you so much for listening. Um, that phone number is 702-900-3450, That Chisma table is here to help you out, so just leave us a message. More details, the better. You guys, thank you so much, Jenny, for coming over and answering these questions for us. Well, thank you very much, The Chisma table, for giving me the opportunity and to be able to assist you in anything I can. Thank you, um, and we'll see you next week, guys. Bye.